Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Wife Radio. This is Wendy Poling, and I'm your host this evening. On today's show, we'll feature Krista's Corner with Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. We're going to be talking about overcoming the fear of public speaking. Yikes, it's going to be a fun topic, so stay tuned. We're also going to do just a little bit of catching up since our last show, so pour that iced cold beverage and hang out with us tonight. We have a lot of fun planned. If you're listening live via podcast, well, on demand, which you can subscribe to us via iTunes, uh, that's how the majority of you listen to us. Just We welcome you to the show. And if you ever get the chance to listen to us live, we're here most Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Central. That's 9 p.m. Central, and you can find us here on blogtalkradio.com slash Navy Wife Radio if you happen to be catching us right now through iTunes. Uh, so lately, it's been a few weeks since our show, and I just want to talk about summer vacation because it seems like a lot of my friends are taking road trips and some of them are much needed R&R trips. Some are in conjunction with the PCS move, going from one duty station to the next. And I am ready for my own vacation that involves an airplane. Um, I wanted to highlight for you guys uh, my latest blog post over on the USAA community. That uh, website is usaa.com slash spouse community. Click on deployment. And if you're looking to take a vacation, like I said, or you're getting ready to PCS and you're going to need to stay in a hotel on this little adventure of yours, did you know there are a lot of DOD lodging locations that can save you a ton of money? And many of them, excuse me, have pet-friendly rooms. So you can um, check out the article, and there are links to Lots and lots of locations, and you can find one in your area. Maybe map your route around staying at one of them. We always try and do that if we can. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you want to stay a little place, you know, that um, has maybe a full breakfast or has a suite or something that you want to kind of spend more money. But most Navy lodges come with a little kitchenette or even Air Force Base installations. They're family friendly lodging um, accommodations come with a little kitchenette. So if you've got a larger family, you can travel with your breakfast or lunch and make those meals inside your little hotel room and save a ton of money that way. So uh, just check that out to usaa.com slash spouse community and let me know where you're staying. One of my favorite places I've stayed at before is the North Island Navy Lodge, which is in San Diego. It is, I'm telling you, beachfront. Walk out, your feet are on the sand. It's a beautiful. We've stayed at Point Loma there a few times. And Point Loma in San Diego, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful. You can watch the ships come in and out. You can take some really cool pictures of the seals. Not like Navy seals, actual. Maybe they're there too, but um, actual like animal seals. You can hear them um, barking on the rocks and stuff. You can take pictures of them, and it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. However, if you want beach and sand and a pool, that experience and the Navy Lodge on North Island is where you need to go. So, that is my tip for my favorite, current favorite lodging installation, which. There's so many, it's hard to pick just one, but you can check out the, the article for, for more tips. And just a side note, a lot of the rooms are pet-friendly. When you make your reservation, check to see if they have pet-friendly rooms. You'll just need to, your pet needs to meet their size restriction. I think it has to be under like 
40 pounds or something, and you have to travel with your current pet's vaccination records, and chances are, too, you'll pay, like, a nominal pet fee, but then your pet can stay with you, and you don't have to worry about spending a lot more money to accommodate you and your family and your pet. So um, check that out. The other thing I want to talk about, too, is it's summertime, and there's lots of summer movies out right now. So what we're going to do real quick is take a quick break, and then when we come back, I have a movie review for you. We went to see a movie. We don't often go see movies in the theater. It's got to be something really special for us to go. So I've got um, two movies to talk about, actually, and I'll do that when we get back from the break. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio. We'll be right back after this break. See that latte you have in your cup holder right now? Yeah, you see it. It's got a pretty label and a cardboard koozie thingamajig. Well, do you know that if you simply waited to drink office coffee instead, you could save hundreds of dollars a year, dollars that could send your kids to college. Just something to think about as that liquid gold spills onto your interior at your next abrupt stop. This has been a message from Military Saves, where saving money is easy once you know where it's been going. To learn more, go to www.militarysaves.org. Welcome back to the show. One of the great things that I've found or discovered living in Texas is something called the Alamo Draft House, which will make you want to go to the movies even if you don't want to go because you can actually order food while you watch the movie. And it is, I know, a strange concept, but a lot of fun. So you can order pizza, burger, fish and chips, or you can just order an appetizer like a homemade pretzel, homemade popcorn, homemade chocolate chip warm cookies. It's crazy. It's crazy. So this is another reason why I love Texas. So late the other day we went to Alamo Draft House and we went to see the movie Red 2. If you're not familiar with Red 2, it's a movie that stars uh, Bruce Willis along with some other names that you'll know, and it's basically the story of a retired CIA agent, Frank Moses, played by Bruce Willis, and he reunites, reunites with his unlikely team of elite oper- operatives for this mission of tracking down a portable nuclear device. Of course, what else? And in the show also is John Malkovich, who Craig and I determined he's like one person. If we just sort of ran into, I think we'd both be afraid of him. Um, he does a good job, steals the show. Mary Louise Parker is also in the film. Uh, Craig's favorite and the film is Helen Mirren, and then also Anthony Hopkins and Catherine Zeta-Jones also is in the film, and some other really great actors. So it was a lot of fun. We went, we took um, Craig's parents with us and Christian, and it was good. It wasn't great. Like, there was no nudity scenes. There was not a lot of F-words being thrown around. Violent, yes. Is there people getting shot? Yes, all that stuff, because it is a Bruce Willis movie. Um, you know, we often joke, we like have a crazy dream. We'll say, I just had a Bruce Willis dream. Oh my gosh, because we're action adventure fighting, solving, you know, world problems, etc. So it's a lot of fun. I give it a B plus. I think it's a good movie to go see. Uh, chances are you won't be too terribly offended if you're like me and don't want to see vulgarity. I give it a B plus. The other movie tidbit I want to share with you is what I think is one of the best movies of the year, Star Trek Into Darkness. Love this movie. Will be released soon on Blu-ray and DVD and on-demand. The Blu-ray, DVD, and on-demand versions come out September 10th and on digital August 20th. What you need to know is the combo packs, they include lots of new features, special features that were shot for the film. And you can be one of the very first to own the film on digital when it arrives three weeks early from the DVD, which is on August 20th. So if you're looking for something to go in that care package, if you're looking for a birthday gift, if you're looking for something to give to your significant other, excuse me, fiancé, boyfriend, husband, to show them that you care and a little piece of um, 
something fun and not for a lot of money, you can get them this DVD. And I think it would be a great little gift. Star Trek Into Darkness. And if you are not familiar with the Star Trek Into Darkness, um, it was directed by J.J. Abrams and has a great, it's a great story. Has one of the, the, you know, best villains in it. And it, you know, Spock and um, Kirk, they have some great dialogue, and I love the guy who plays Bones in the movie. He's He, to me, is just like does a great job acting, so I encourage you guys to check that out. And that's Star Trek Into Darkness. And, yes, yeah, Chris, Pine, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Zoe Saldano, Carl Urban. Uh, it's just a great, great cast. And Benedict Cumberpatch, I love him. He does a great job, too. So you can't go wrong with that one. I give that like four out of four. If I could give it a five, I'd give it a five. So A plus 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 on that. If there's a movie that you've seen excuse me, that we need to know about or need to review, let us know. We wanna um we bring on different interviews and we had on the director of Active Valor film and we do some fun things like that. So if there's somebody that you want us to request, you never knew. If we can always ask. They can always say no, but maybe they'll say yes. So if there's somebody you want us to talk to, let us know. Uh, okay, so up next, we have a lot going on tonight. So we're just going to take a quick break. And I want to let you know um, our topic for this evening is overcoming the fear of public speaking. When we get back from this break, uh, we're going to dive right into that topic. And what we're proud of here is we give you one of our show missions is to give you access to the experts. And Krista's Corner with Krista Wells, the military spouse coach, does just that. And when we get back from the break, we'll be right back with Krista's Corner. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio. We'll be right back after this break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, We'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. When it comes to connecting into a new community after a big move, and lots of us are moving right now, Finding the right creative outlet for your talents and energy could be tough. So on today's show, we're highlighting a unique way to do just that, participating in a professional organization. It's not as boring as it sounds, and there are so many professional organizations to choose from, and then we're going to highlight one tonight. These people that you'll find in these you know, organizations are folks that you can network with for future job opportunities, to help improve your skills in a certain area, and it's a good place to possibly create a new friendship or two. The group we're talking about tonight is Toastmasters, and so tonight in Krista's Corner, we're going to highlight the benefits of Toastmasters and how joining a local group on your installation or city can help you in unexpected ways. So with that, Krista, welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. It's reminding me that as a career coach, I'm always... Um, trying to – a great first step when you're making a career transition um, and you're just kind of I, – I don't want to say diving in, but like putting your toe in the pool is to go to a couple of professional organizations. Like if you're vacillating between a couple career moves, um, to just show up so many professional organizations, you don't have to be a member. You can just go as a guest. And it kind of gives you a pulse of the people that are in that industry, and it's a really great way to um, kind of see is this – a group that I would want to be a part of. So it's just super, super helpful. And um, I have a book, if anybody wants to email me at Krista at com, 
and tell us that they were listening to the show um, and, like, is confused about what professional organization for a particular area. I have a great resource book, and I can just zip over those resources to whatever military spouse um, emails me and let them know, like, a you know, help them, like, get the first steps into, because some people don't know the professional organizations for each different industry, but it's really, really helpful. That would be great. It's just, like, it can be really, even for, you know, I was, like, well into my career before I went to my first Toastmasters meeting, and I have to be completely honest that I was really kind of nervous about just showing up. So sometimes that's the the hardest first step, and we overlook it once we're in the group and we're participating. We forget how hard it is to show up to a meeting for the first time. It's just like if you're a little bit afraid, like I, I just feel like I need to tell people that that's completely normal and okay and almost expected. You know, you're not the only one that feels that way. I know you and I each have our own Toastmaster experience, and yeah, it is intimidating to walk into a room with people that you don't know. So you're right; it's completely normal to feel a little uneasy. Yeah, so let's dive right in. What is, for people that aren't familiar with Toastmaster, can you give a little bit of background? Yeah, there's a great website. It's www.toastmasters.org, and it's like toast, like you put in your toaster, (laughs) or toast a glass (laughs) with someone, but it's um, T-O-A-S-T-M-A-S-T-E-R-S. And Toastmasters, um, the website just really explains it better than I'm going to, but basically it's an organization that helps you overcome your fear of public speaking and improve your communication skills and um, even develop some leadership skills. So it's just a really, really good and structured organization that's been around for a really long time that can help you kind of overcome that fear and develop yourself in, in the area of communication skills. Um, mostly speaking, but also some some other kind of hidden value in the leadership development aspect of the club. Your chapter that you attend, it's right there in your local community, right? Yeah, and there's, um, like, I joined West Hartford, Connecticut Toastmasters. But what's really cool is that all different towns have, um, within my area, have different Toastmasters chapters. So if you're not... For whatever reason, if you're not clicking with one, I wouldn't give up on the whole organization as a whole because, um, like, we have – I worked in Hartford, which is the city, and then West Hartford is a suburb, and I went to some Hartford meetings, and it was just a completely different feel. It was like a more – Hartford is a big insurance capital, and there were, like, a lot of professionals that work in the various insurance companies, and then the West Hartford one was more, you know, a bigger variety of professionals and – they, I mean, it's everything from, like, stay-at-home moms to engineers to all different kinds of hospital administration, all different types of work, whereas the downtown one was more kind of like that corporate feel. So you can you can kind of bounce around to different and try different clubs before you join. Some people might think Toastmasters is a good place to go if they want to become a professional speaker. So what if a person doesn't want to be a professional speaker, how can Toastmasters help them? Well, I wouldn't, to answer the first part of your question, I think if you want to be a professional speaker, Toastmasters is like a great first step, but then you're going to want to join, um, you know, do some do some speaking engagements and kind of develop a, a little speech and create a one sheet, which you can Google what a one sheet is, but and, like, then you'd want to probably move on from Toastmasters and even join, like, National Speakers Association and get connected with some speaker bureaus. But Toastmasters is what I would say. It's not just for professional speakers. It's for people that just want to improve um, their ability to speak in front of a room. So, for example, someone came to our Toastmasters meeting and said, I have to speak at a big family reunion, like, give a speech, or I have to speak at a wedding that's coming up, like, I'm – you know, the best man and I need to give a speech and I want it to sound, you know, fluid and really kind of highlight some of the great aspects of our relationship, but I don't want to flop in front of all these people. So they just go to Toastmasters for a short time to kind of prepare up for a bigger speech. And then other people are like, my boss has asked me to do some training and that's kind of in a new area this particular person was in human resources and then all of a sudden they were supposed to be presenting the data to upper management and they said, you know what, I need to go to Toastmasters so that when I'm giving these trainings in a room full of people at work, 
that I don't have that fear and that you can kind of go through the steps to overcome the fear of getting up in front of people. So it doesn't always have to be I want to be a paid speaker, but it could just be I want to feel comfortable in all the things in life. There's going to be times where you have to stand up in front of people and speak. So why not, you know, work on overcoming that fear in a really safe environment for such a nominal fee. Like it's not an expensive professional organization. So you really, really can get your money's worth for, you know, being just feeling more comfortable. Like I was absolutely oh, just so nervous to speak in front of anyone. And then, you know, as I saw myself progressing through the speeches in in the club, which they start out very, very easy, and then it's kind of gradations of more challenging speeches. But I, I think about that fear I had from doing, you just get up and talk about yourself for three minutes. I think it's called an, like a three- to five-minute icebreaker where you just literally talk, you know, my name's Krista, I'm from Schenectady, New York, and it's just an easy speech. So it kind of eases you in to getting more comfortable. So I just think it's a great skill for military spouses to learn. I agree. And, you know, I was doing some research yesterday on our topic, and Mashable, which is a really top-leading resource for social media news and technology, they just published an article, which I thought was related to what we're talking about. The article was entitled, Five Public Speaking Tips That Will Prepare You for Any Interview. And you know, we were talking earlier, now is a really big time for moving for military spouses. And so if you're thinking about job hunting, you might not think, you know, how can Toastmasters help me in that regard? And they highlighted how there are public speaking tips that can really help you in a job interview. So it's just another example of how learning how to speak in front of a room or in front of somebody else for a short spots of time. Um, you can learn how to be more confident and get rid of one of the big things Toastmasters does is help you stop doing the ums and the ahs and the ands, which I'm still <laughs> yeah. working with. But let's talk about for a second job interviewing because I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to, you know, having to do and being awkward. And you just talked about the first speech that you give in Toastmasters because in every job interview, chances are the very first question they ask is, so tell me a little bit about yourself. And there you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so (laughs) helpful because not only are you practicing the art of being able to get up in front of a room without, you know, sweating and saying ah and um and being shaky, but you learn to – take your thoughts and make them more concise and articulate what you want in a way that's just more comforting to the listener because you're getting really supportive feedback. Like in the meetings, they give you some feedback that can just really be um, helpful to you in terms of knowing what your strengths are and then some areas where you need to improve. And what I would do is after a meeting, I would practice. So, And this is something you could do if you were like getting ready for an interview, but I don't know, in a speech one time I got some feedback that I was like my voice was a little squeaky or something like that. And then another one, I was walking in front of the PowerPoint projector, so I was actually making the people in the room like see black for a little bit. So I was able to modify my actions based on this feedback so that now, you know, if I was giving a presentation like to get a job or something, I wouldn't be obviously walking in front of the projector to show a black screen or even what I would do is increase my awareness. Like if I was calling, now I'm not looking for a job, but you would do the same thing if you were looking for a job. Like I would even have more awareness around leaving a message for someone. So if you wanted to say like, hey, it's Krista, and I'm just calling to check out the status of my application and whatever it is that you're going to say, that you would be more prepared to say it in a way where you're not like, uh, um, you interviewed me last Tuesday and um, and then you can lose your train of thought or you're talking so long that, you know, the person that interviewed you it doesn't even want to call back or whatever. So you just have more awareness around your communication style, and you can be more effective and, I think, you know, attract jobs more easily because you're more prepared and you sound like you're, you got it together. So I think that's also a really good benefit. Yes. Okay, I got a story to share, a Toastmaster story. When I first, when I first moved to Tennessee when we were stationed at NSA Mid-South, I signed up for Toastmasters or went to check out the first meeting because I knew I needed help in that area. And 
it was a little intimidating because it was on base, so there was lots of uniformed folks that were there. It was just kind of, I was a fish out of water. But I went, and I found over the course of probably, I think, two months, so it took me a while to actually give my first speech because they don't push you into it, everybody. You can kind of go at your own pace. I was probably a good six weeks or so, eight weeks. And and it's about the meetings, just to let people know, the meetings for us are like twice a month. So some are once a week and some are twice a month. So when you say two months, like was that four meetings or like eight? No, it was it was like four meetings, I think. Yeah, yeah. for a while. So, But what I found was for me, I wasn't working at the time. My son was in grade school. And it was the one place, and Craig was gone, it was the one place that I had to go besides church where I had to, like, get up, get dressed, get my hair, you know, fix my hair, do my makeup. I know it sounds silly, but it was, like, no, the no, other place that I, really, <laughs> that I really had to go. And sometimes I didn't want to go, but I thought, you know, I've got to get out. I've got to see people. And we had just moved, so I didn't know anyone. I was still making friends. And it really helped me integrate into my local community and on base and meet people I otherwise might not have met. And it helped me with my confidence level. It helped me make a new friend. And eventually, uh, that's how I got my interview working on base because one of the girls that was there, she'd see me all the time. Finally, she's like, are you looking for a job? And I said, well, I don't know, not really. Maybe. I don't know. And and she said, we're, we're hiring at my job. We're looking for a position. This was at the local Fleet and Family Center, and that's how that whole thing started. So it was completely unexpected. I didn't go into Toastmasters thinking that I was going to network for a job, but that's what happened. And it was interesting. And I encourage everybody, you know, just by, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know by stepping out, like, on, on faith, so to speak, what could happen. So if you have even the tiniest interest to check out this organization on another one, I encourage you to just jump, you know, jump in and see what happens because you never know. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. And there's so many links between the skills that you develop. Like if you get involved with the FRG and Toastmasters, there's so many common skill development areas. Like they're both, they're both the FRG and Toastmasters work on developing self-confidence and having effective presentation skills and speaking impromptu, being able to, you know, engage in that authentic networking that you're just describing where you're not going to look for something, but that you're in the mode of attraction and you're in the mode of getting out of your comfort zone and being in a professional, you know, <laughs> getting dressed and um, looking nice at a meeting and things like that. And just the whole concept of Speaking, there, there's so many roles within Toastmasters, like just not just the speaking, but like you can take a, a role of being in charge of the PR, and that can help you put something on your resume for those job skills. Or there's the job of mentoring, and I know FRG people have, they need the mentoring skills, so to be able to join a Toastmasters club and be like the director of education or be a spokesperson for Toastmasters, there's different roles like the sergeant in arms where there's all these roles that you can take on, like leadership roles within Toastmasters that will be parallel skills to both a job or even FRG or things like that. So I think that the the common denominator is that you're not just meeting people, but you're meeting other people that are trying to develop themselves, which is really kind of fun and exciting. And, you know, just obviously, like, I'm not getting paid from Toastmasters to say any of this, but I just think it's a really great organization. You know, some people are like, are you, like, with Toastmasters? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just um, I found value in it, and I like to share that with other. I work with so many military spouses that are looking to change careers that I feel like it's a great it's a great first step in, just tr- in terms of regular skill development that will be helpful for any job. You also talked about how you can get feedback from the folks that listen to your mini-speech or speeches. Can you talk a little bit more about that a critique? that people might think like they're going to point out every single bad thing that you did. There's also some good elements to it. Yeah, it's very gentle feedback. It's it's completely not intimidating and when you get when you show up at a meeting you there everybody gets little slips of paper and then you give your speech and I'm telling you they're like 5 minutes these speeches. Like if you're thinking, "Oh no, I have to prepare a 
you know, 45-minute speech. They're like five to seven-minute little speeches. And, you know, the first speech I used, I kind of read half of it. And the second speech I used some note cards. And the third speech um, I figured out a way that I could use things in the room to help me remember um, what I was speaking about. But then at the end of your speech, you get feedback, but it's on little white pieces of paper where people are very encouraging, and if there's any negative feedback, it's written, so you get to sit down and read them after. It's not like people in front of you are drilling you or telling you what you did was awful. All the negative feedback that I've been given, and I shouldn't say negative, like, what's the, what's the, Wendy, what's the word that means, like, positive Constructive criticism, that's what I'm looking Right, constructive, um, constructive criticism, yeah. It was things like, hey, you might not have noticed that the projector was black when you walked in front of it, and I didn't. And so better that than if I'm at, like, a Heroes at Home award ceremony giving a keynote speech and I'm making the projector black. Like, way better to hear in your hometown Toastmasters Club. Or if I'm, you know, doing an all-day workshop and – you know, and, and I'm making some common little mistake that I could stop making, you know, that's really beneficial. And so you you get the feedback in a very gentle and non-critical way, and a lot of it is private. Like, you do get evaluated, but the evaluations are very positive in nature. And any little negative feedback, like, the night my voice was squeaky, <laughs> it was just written on little pieces of paper, so no one else knew that other people were telling me that. So it's just super helpful and supportive. And what I find great about it is when you're, like, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm so often like me, like you were saying, when you weren't working. Um, and I have so many clients that are in this situation, like they're home with kids or they're in career transition or whatever, but they don't, you know, you're not getting out enough, so you're not like seeing what the next thing people are kind of talking about is topic-wise. And I feel like for me, I go to Toastmasters to sort of leverage getting some, you know, getting away from the one-on-one clients and being able to be with groups and speak, you know, amongst a group. But hear other speakers' content, hear what other people are talking about and learning. You know, you learn a new vocabulary word every time you go to a meeting and you learn what other people are speaking about. And so I'll leverage that. And if I give a five- to seven-minute speech, like I can turn that into an article. Or I can, if someone asks me to come and do a paid speech on a military base, I'll take like three old speeches that I've done at Toastmasters, like three five- to seven-minute speeches, and I'll literally link them together and be on the road able to present And so I don't have to do a lot of, with four kids at home and a part-time private practice, I don't often have time to sit down and say, oh, my gosh, let me write a big, long 45-minute presentation to give to military spouses. But I'll go back into my Toastmasters notes and say, you know what, you know, I could talk about goal setting because I have this speech, or I could talk about, you know, X, Y, Z, and I have this speech. So I have, like, all my content is, like, done So if you have a job where you already have to give presentations or, you know, even my writing assignments, I kind of tweak little speeches that I've done and turn it into an article. So if you have a job in, like, writing or training or presenting or anything, you can use Toastmasters to sort of practice your materials. And it forces you to, if you sign up to give a speech, you know, you're going to do it. So it forces you to kind of get some of that some of that work done ahead of time. And I think that that's, you know, just another hidden benefit to be able to leverage what you need to get done anyway career-wise with the structure and the accountability of the group. Those are two key key points. It is very structured, and it's nice to have some accountability because then you're moving forward. You're not just saying, oh, I want to do this, and then three months go by and you haven't done it. So that is one thing I really like about Toastmasters because they have a set little schedule of what speeches go when. And I really like that. One other thing that I really like about Toastmasters, this can help you in a job interview too, they teach you how to wrap it up because we can all get long-winded. I know I can. And you had, this kind of speaks to, I want to tell everybody about this article that you wrote that's in the Toastmasters magazine with tips for public speaking. You know, we could, whether it's a job interview or whether you're speaking at your FRG, trying to recruit volunteers for a specific fundraiser, we can all get to start talking, and we're like, okay, what's my main point? And I need to learn how to wrap it up. How do I wrap it up? And Toastmasters has these little, um, I don't know if your group uses, I don't know if it's 
all through those messages, I know ours did, they would have a timekeeper and tell you, like, okay, you have five minutes, you have three minutes, How depending on how long your speech was, 30 seconds left with a little light, uh, mm-hmm. red, yellow, green, that says you're getting close to your end. So that way you know, hopefully you're, you've gotten to your main point, but if you haven't, you can reiterate it a couple of more times so you don't just go on and on and kind of forget where you are in your speech. So, yeah, I really like that about them. They teach us how to wrap it up, how to get a I'm feel, I'm feeling like the, I'm about. feeling like the yellow red lights coming on for this interview. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> But what I love about that and this is this will be my last main point um so we can wrap it up with a, like a little the little red light blinking is now they have an app. A lot of people have iPhones now, and now they have an app where you can actually put it on your phone. So if you're practicing a speech or you're doing an interview with someone on the radio or you're doing whatever, you can time it and then put a little, put your phone in front of you, and it'll literally like be blinking green, blinking yellow, and then blinking red. And what I like to do with speeches is to have, like when I see the red light in the room or if I'm speaking, I'll use that app. Like I'll put it on the podium where I'm speaking. And so when I see that red light, either for myself, that you know, on my phone, or in the Toastmasters room, they have the red light in the back of the room. When I see that red light, I think no matter where I am in the speech, I'm going to stop and take a breath and look, make it look like it's natural and then have an ending sentence, have something inspiring, you know, to lead people with. Like, you know, for, for, for this interview, it would be like, okay, the red light's blinking now. I want people to feel the fear and do it anyway and just go check out their local Toastmasters. Awesome. What else do we have coming up in Chris's corner? I am going to be talking about, um, I have an upcoming webinar that's going to be about having it all. And people say, oh, you can't have it all or you can't have it all at once. But I'm really going to be doing some more on, you know, I do so much with career coaching, but in the next few months I'm going to be doing a lot with life coaching in general because I feel like it's all so connected to our careers. So I'm going to be doing some, like a webinar series on having it all and being able to just kind of look at the different areas around that life wheel, like your your personal relationships and your finances and your health and wealth and well-being and figuring out, you know, what is it that you want to study for the rest of your life and kind of increasing that wisdom in your life. And I'm going to be just doing some general life coaching topics so I can incorporate that into the radio show and the coaching corner and just kind of um, pick and choose from that live webinar. For people that aren't going to be on the webinar, they can get sneak peeks of it on the radio show. I'm very, very excited about it. It's kind of a whole series on You Can Have It All. Okay, I can't wait. I think that's a cool topic, and that's what we love about you. You always bring neat and interesting things to us. So, All right, everybody, we've been speaking with Krista Wells, the military spouse coach in Krista's Corner. To learn more about Krista, you can visit her website at themilitaryspousecoach.com or find her on Facebook. And you can listen to past episodes of Krista's Corner by just searching that keyword on our website, and it will come up for you, or on Blog Talk Radio. We have, I think, four or five episodes now. It's always so fun to be here. I love, love, love connecting with the broader audience of military spouses. And, you know, my passion is just to have military spouses create, like, health and wealth and well-being. And to be a part of that is just so exciting and fun for me. So I just wanted to thank Wendy again for having me. I absolutely love it. It's, like, the highlight of my month to be on this radio show. And, um just like a really warm thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. You're so sweet. All right, everybody. Well, we'll be back, okay. and we'll be back with Krista in a couple of weeks again, or actually the end of next month for our next Krista's Corner. And we want to hear from you. So send us. make sure you send us a feedback on this show, either on the website or on Facebook, because we want to know what topics that you're interested in so we can answer your questions, even if you've got a question for Krista. We want to take more of your questions and make it a little interactive. So that's what I would like to see coming up in the next few months, how we can incorporate questions. And post if you went to a Toastmasters sponsorship post if they were inspired by this show and went to a Toastmasters meeting. Yes, I want to know that because I want to share, too, before we go, our last Christmas Corner show that we did a month ago with um, Army Wife, um, Elizabeth Ruiz, who was a finalist on The Biggest Loser, that show 
is inching towards 10,000 downloads, which for us is really, really high, and it just keeps growing and growing. So as people find that show and are listening to it, I just, you know, if you haven't listened to it yet, we encourage you to do so. It's one of the most popular shows on our network that we've had all year long. And um, so congratulations. That was an awesome show. I'm so excited. So I hope that this one does just as well, if not better. Okay, cool. Okay, Krista. Well, we will talk soon. Thank you. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. to the show everybody what a fun interview with Krista she always brings us such great information and we hope that we've inspired you to overcome any fear you might have of public speaking by attending a local meeting at your local chapter of uh, Toastmasters and again that website is toastmasters.org to find a location near you so up next we have some little bit of news that we're going to highlight I had a friend of mine Actually, my neighbor, he just returned from an individual augmentation tour, IA tour, from, um, he was in Kandahar, and so he's home, so I want to say welcome home to my neighbor. He's Air Force and was attached to an Army unit, which is always difficult when IA sailors, airmen, um, and even some soldiers go IA to um to in theater without their normal unit because you don't deploy with your you know your your unit and it's hard because you have to um you're at, you're not with your local peeps so to speak and you've got to be out there all on your own and figure out a way and for the spouses at home in that situation you know we're used to our spouses deploying together so when my husband goes your husband goes and when it's an IA that doesn't happen so um I just wanted to give him a shout out And if you are going through an IA deployment right now, a big virtual hug, because I know those are some of the toughest ones to go through. I also want to give a shout-out to the families of the deployed USS Nimitz strike group to follow updates of the Nimitz, because they're really good about posting shout-outs from sailors. You can go to facebook.com slash CVN68. That's facebook.com slash CVN68. I'll do my best phonetic alphabet <laughs> recitation. Uh, Charlie, Victor, November 6-8. Hopefully I got that right. And also, uh, I want the another unit or strike group that just left. Excuse me, is, excuse me, is the Harry S. Truman strike group. They um, said goodbye to their friends and family on July 22nd and they're scheduled for an eight- to nine-month deployment. So we give a shout-out to the families on the home front. Stay strong. Our old unit, our old boat, they're currently gone right now, too. So there's a lot of people that I know right now that are gone, and so I just give you guys a big virtual hug. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I know I named three Navy commands, but just because we're Navy and it's in my realm of like a situational awareness of what I know, but that certainly doesn't encompass all the units that are deployed right now, whether it is Army or Marine Corps or even Air Force. So um, I just want to give a shout-out to those of you that are currently um, on the home front with a deployed spouse. We always want to give you advice for navigating a deployment, and you can check out our blog for my mil- for resources and different articles that can help because we're all in this together you can go to mymilitarylife.com our blog's been there since um, i think 2007 now right so there's lots and lots of 
different articles that talk about navigating a deployment, everything from staying in touch to care packages, all kinds of things. And uh, I also, when you go there, you can get an insight into our bloggers because we have several bloggers over there. We have an Air Force spouse, an Army spouse, and uh, a couple of Navy spouses. So we kind of have a big range of folks, and you'll get an insight into their military life by checking out our blog at mymilitarylife.com. I want to say thank you to our featured guest tonight, the military spouse coach, Dr. Krista Wells. You can visit her on her website, themilitaryspousecoach.com. And now that we've been doing Krista's Corner since the beginning of the year, we have a few episodes that you can listen to all at once just by searching through our archives. Her show segments are under Krista's Corner, so that's what you can search by, either on our blog or on Blog Talk Radio. All right? Now, um, we also want to tell you guys, if you haven't already connected with us on Facebook or Twitter, encourage you to do that or Pinterest, and that will let you get insight into our advice on navigating, like we said, navigating a deployment and our resources. And we post a lot of pictures for Eye on the Fleet and just um, images that are DOD images that, that showcase our significant others, spouses, doing their jobs and gives us an idea of what's it like out there. So you can check us out there. And our Twitter feed, I think we're like inching towards 7,500 on our Twitter account. So if you're not part of Twitter, it's so much fun. You've got to check it out. Create yourself a little Twitter handle and follow us. We're trying to get to 8,000 Twitter followers within the next month, by the end of next month. So help us get there by going to twitter.com slash mymilitarylife. Yeah. And we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll wrap up the show. We'll talk about a couple of things that you can look forward to next month. And so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, bet that in your ashtray you have change collected, perhaps for a meter or for that occasional ice cream cone. Well, do you know that if you took that same money and put it in the bank every time it collected, you could save hundreds of dollars cash that could someday send you on your dream vacation. Now, doesn't that sound a little better than an ice cream cone? Okay, maybe not better than a mint chip, but you get the idea. This has been a message from Military Saves, where saving money is easy once you know where it's been going. To learn more, go to www.militarysaves.org. Welcome back to the show, everyone. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. We um, are so humbled that you guys take time in your busy schedules to hang out with us. We really appreciate it, and we always like to hear your show topics and what you want to talk about. So please leave us a comment on the blog or Facebook with your show ideas. We can't wait to hear from them. Uh, One other piece of um, helpful hints that I can share with you, um, one of the new blog posts I just posted is seven ways to share the back-to-school experience with deployed moms and dads. This is over on the USAA spouse community. So the next time you're over there checking your bank account, you just scroll down to where it says spouse community, or the URL is usaa.com slash spouse community. And there you'll find all kinds of different ideas and tips on how to keep your deployed spouse, mom or dad, Involved in the back to school experience. Can you hear Boomer barking? My goodness! Hi, Boomer. Quit barking. So, um, everything from idea like creating a short video and including any special favorite items or favorite characters in a backpack that maybe your husband really likes, if he likes Captain America or something else, you can include it on a backpack. And ways to keep it positive, so that way it is a positive experience, even though it's a tough situation when both mom and dad can't be there on the first day of school. And um, another idea, too, is to have your deployed service member leave a little note or or send you, even if it's an email that you print out, that you can 
have a little note for them that's a miss you message and a note of encouragement for the first day of school. So lots of ideas over there. I encourage you to check those out. All right, everybody, I think that's about it. Um, coming up on our next show, uh, or in August, we're going to be highlighting some military entrepreneurs. And you might be thinking, well, I have three kids at home, and I'm a stay-at-home mom right now, and what does this have to do with me? And the thing about a military entrepreneurship, you can improve your skills at whatever um, area that you are most talented at while you are being a stay-at-home mom. So we're going to talk about how some folks have done that. And that way when your kids get older and they start school, because before you know it, they're going to be in kindergarten, um, how you can improve your skills and stay current, even taking baby steps, because baby steps count. And for those of you that are putting your kindergartners in school this year and you're going to be home alone for a few hours every day, um, that's why we encourage you guys to check out your local Toastmasters. Maybe there's a, a chapter on your installation, so that way while your son or daughter is at preschool, you can have something new to look forward to and a new place to network and connect into. So we hope we've given you some great ideas with this show. When it comes to navigating this military life, we're all in this together. Uh, we, like I said, we always want to hear your ideas. Our disclaimer for our show, we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy or Army or Air Force or Marine Corps or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts or guests do not reflect any official government policy. And any advice we give is strictly the authors and the co-hosts or individual guests. Thank you, everyone, for listening so much. And we invite you to visit us online at MyMilitaryLife.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Thanks, everybody, and have a great week. We'll see you next time. I do And when I close my